0: Hope to see you again sometime. Thank you. Welcome to London. Thank you. And how long do you intend to stay? Oh, I'm only going to be in London for one day. One day? Yes, I won this jingle contest. Good grief.
1: One more Adam. Here's something a lot of us have in common broken appliances, broken air conditioner, broken down heating system, broken down washer dryer, broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Ruta Lee, and you're listening to TV Confidential. TV Confidential.
1: You mentioned in our open that uh, you produced and directed the Lucy in London show now that I think it was from 67 if I if, if, if I got the year right
0: no it was 68 actually oh, we okay. did oh no you're right you're right I, I take it back as a matter of fact it, it was even earlier than either earlier or later I, I think I did Lucy after Elvis so it had to be after 68
1: well it was well it was not Lucy in London is nowhere near as earth-shattering as the Elvis 68 comeback special but it it did represent, from what I understand about you know the backstory of the show, Steve. It did represent a bit of a risk for Lucy at the time, um, in that it took her it, it took her out of her comfort zone a little. How did you get involved with the uh, Lucy in London show?
0: Well, I was in New York basically doing a uh, Jack Parr special with David Wolper, and uh, I got a call. Uh, Lucy directly, I couldn't believe it and she said, Steve, I've been watching a lot of your work and your specials I would like to uh, kind of break from my situation comedy shows and do something different and I had known already that Lucy was a, I think a Ziegfeld Folly showgirl mm-hmm, she started out as mm-hmm. a singer-dancer mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, I said to her uh, initially you know, you have two of the greatest writers in television history doing uh, the Lucy and Desi show and so forth. Why would you want me? And she said, because I'm I'm kind of bored and I want to do something different. I'm I have a month off. I'm going to England, and I thought uh, when you come back from New York, uh, you know, we could talk about maybe my not taking a vacation and doing this special over there. So I came back, went to her house. It was a great experience. Jimmy Stewart was her next-door neighbor. He came over with a big basket of, of uh, veg- vegetables from his garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was kind of awesome to just be sitting there. And uh, I didn't live physically too far away from her, just a few blocks, actually, at the time. And uh, so she said, I'm going over to, to, uh, to London anyway. And uh if we can pull this together uh by time uh you're available and I still have enough uh of my vacation time left, uh let's do a television special. So I called a few people that uh that I knew and uh asked them if they they were interested in, in working on it and so forth. And uh next thing you know I'm on an airplane flying to London to <laughs> meet with Lucy and the Lou people and uh I made the mistake, and I was very young, and I, even those days, obviously, may, probably still am. And, uh, when I was asked on the, uh, form that they give you when you land in a foreign country, what are you doing here? I said, I'm going to work. <laughs> I said, I was, you know, I should have said, I'm coming in as a tourist. <laughs> and, and next thing you know is that we're at the airport, and there's Lucy and all the executives from, from Desilu. Standing on the other side of uh, passports and everything, and I'm stuck. I'm not allowed to enter enter England. And uh, so what I what I found out later is that Lucy made a call to Frank Sinatra, who was doing a uh, a picture in in England at the time. He called Ronald Reagan, who <laughs> I think at the time was just governor of California, yes. not president. Yet. Yeah. And next thing you know, they got me cleared to come through the uh, the gate. And I was exhausted from the, the flights. I had gone from New York to Los Angeles, packed my bag, got on a plane, went to London. By the time I got there, I was just totally wiped out. And next thing you know, because I landed in the morning, uh, they're ready to go location scouting. <laughs> so they throw me into this limo with, with Lucy and everything, and uh, we're out looking for locations. And we ended up shooting uh, uh Lucy in London for like... uh a month, and uh, it the script was written as w- every day as we're we're uh, we're going. Ron Friedman and and Pat McCormick uh, actually wrote the uh, the screenplay, mm-hmm. and their concept was we had uh, Anthony Newley, who was who became a great friend, and and I used him on a Liza Minnelli special, mm-hmm. and and uh, really super talented. Became Lucy's tour guide, and it it fell into the format of her regular. Lucy Carmichael uh, series that she was already doing on CBS. And what they did the week before the special aired, uh, she won this trip to England mm-hmm. uh, with luxury tours, and her tour guide is Anthony Newley. And he uh, is over there uh, driving a motorcycle and a sidecar. <laughs> and he convinces Lucy in the format that she doesn't want to go to all the, the hokey tourist places and and he's going to take her instead of to number 10 downing street he's taking her to number 11 where it's more exciting and so forth and so on as we go through the special and we had a lot of fun shooting it and uh unfortunately uh uh in a documentary that sony just made a few years ago and it's on the dvd of lucy's fifth season it's the entire uh dvd of the second uh out of a Three or four DVD packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the documentary preceding the actual show, and it really explains the show because, unfortunately, we didn't get bad reviews, but we didn't get great reviews from the critics, who kind of felt they were looking for the Lucy they had known from the beginning of the yeah. Desi show. They wanted her, uh, you know, when she was driving the, the in the sidecar with Tony. Uh they wanted her to fall out and do, you know, physical comedy and slapstick and so forth. And that's not that was not our goal. Uh Lucy really did, wanted to do something different and contemporary and that's what I did. And uh so it was really a case of where she had plans to do a lot of these specials and after the first one uh which is explained in the in the uh, documentary, she decided not to do any more.
1: Yeah, it's it's a
0: it's a for, for all of us.
1: It and it is a big loss for all of us because uh, and it it it's funny we we talk about this on the program Steve that you know audiences once you know once they glom onto a, a a particular character they only think of that actor in that character you would think critics and reviewers would be able to distance themselves and realize okay this is an artist trying something different but I guess because Lucy was so I mean, because so many of them were fans before they became critics, which kind of goes back to how we started this conversation. They weren't able to make that distinction, and Lucy got pigeonholed as a result of that.
0: I, I totally agree with you. In fact, we showed the uh, uh, the film, and I shot it in thirty five mil- millimeter film. Uh, we showed it at the Paley Center, uh, and uh, to a full house and and quite a few of the comments were it reminded them a lot of uh, Richard Lester's Hard Days Night mm-hmm. and uh so i was very uh pleased to see a, a new reaction to a very old you know television special and uh you know there's no question uh that she, you know her heart uh obviously was in comedy but a part of her heart was obviously also in in music, comedy, and, and uh, doing something like this. When she finished it, she loved it. I mean, just loved it. And uh, so it was very, very disappointing that, uh, you know, she didn't get to do any more. And, and uh, critics do have a way of nobody likes to read anything negative <laughs> about themselves. And... Uh, I, I think they affected her a great deal in making her mind that she wasn't going to do anymore. But she should have, in my opinion.
1: Yes, and and I, I, I agree. And but at least it was made. And and because of you know DVD and home entertainment, uh, we we are able to discover it for the first time. And and that's a good thing. Forty-five years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition: the complete history of the Rockford Files. On television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 years of the Rockford files. Available now at rockford45.com. Rockford45.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of QE Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk